Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS podcast on the road again series and I am it is actually day three in the morning and I'm recording this for day two because a lot of Brain BS came up yesterday. It was a really uncomfortable day um, in terms of driving and I had this fear that driving in Memphis was going to be huge and it was going to be really difficult and it was kind of catastrophic thinking that I got from my dad. And um, it turned out to be so easy. Um, but let me let me go back to the beginning of the day because I woke up and I really didn't like the place that I stayed at. It felt kind of sketchy and I didn't feel totally safe. And I didn't sleep well the night before because I did have some, I had some weird vibes or something. Um, so I decided, um, and also there was no cart there to um, bring my stuff in and out and I have all this crap because of this long trip and I don't want to leave it in the car in the parking lot and I've got the dog stuff with me and a big huge dog bed um, so I'm, I've decided I'm not staying in any hotels where I can't get um, a cart to bring my stuff in and out so I'm really thinking that. I also um, realized the importance of understanding my car and how it works before I go to do something because somehow the dashboard lights got minimized and I couldn't really see on them and so I couldn't see the screen and that's where my navigation was and then the sound would go on and off on the navigation and those were like really really stressful things. The other thing that was stressful is that my windshield the windshield wipers work and I've got fluid, but there's a bunch of bugs from the drive and they got smeared. So when I was coming into Memphis and the sun was shining in the window, it was really hard to see. And I just wanna offer that if you're not a driver, which I'm becoming one, um, but I'm still not like a solid, confident driver who's just gonna go anywhere. I'm just not to that level yet. You wanna make sure that you take care of those things because they add a, a lot of stress. I also left Memphis without filling up the gas tank, um, thinking that it wouldn't be a problem. There'd be plenty of stops on the way, but I didn't really know the route. So then my catastrophic thinking was going to, what if there's no gas stations? What if I run out of gas? I mean, I'm really learning a lot about myself here because I've done a lot of this work and um, a lot of stuff's coming up. So it was really good for me to do this because it's taking me to another level and making me more aware of how my brain wants to go to the worst case scenario on a regular basis anytime I try to do something new. Let's see what else came up for me. Okay, so in the morning, I had heard about this um, awesome trail that's in Effingham, and it was four minutes from the hotel. Super easy to get over there. You could park right there. and But I wasn't sure that I was allowed to park there. And then it didn't say no parking, so I decided to park there. So, and then I go in for the walk and then like all my Dateline episodes that I've seen in Bob telling me, be careful, be vigilant, look over your shoulder, be safe, was I was in this park and it was like robbing me of any joy in the experience and it was a beautiful park. It was, it's like a, a trail and it's like um, all the leaves are changing still here. It was absolutely beautiful. And my brain BS was keeping me from enjoying it because I was worried about my safety. And then Basil was like all gun ho and Ginger kept holding back. And I'm like, wait, is she holding back? Is that a sign or? <laughs> so all kinds of stuff. So then I actually out loud said universe, if it's unsafe for me to be here, can you give me some kind of sign? as to why it is, or can you reassure me that it is safe? 
And up to that point, I hadn't seen anybody else on the trail. So that's when you get a little nervous being a woman by yourself, which is kind of sad, but it's it's just the state of the world. Um, then I saw this couple up ahead. So I'm like, okay, there's another person. And then other people started walking towards me. And there was a lady who was quite heavy and she had a cane and was kind of limping when she was walking. And I was very nice and I stopped and say hi to her and I asked her if it was safe in there. And she's like, oh yeah, absolutely. And then I was like, thank you. I mean, literally that's how it works with um, needing assistance from like our archangels or a higher power or whatever energy, universe, whatever you want to call it, you have to ask for it. And you have to like not be in the park like I was all worried and looking over my shoulder and being kind of paranoid um, when I finally realized that, okay, this is another lesson in trust. So I just have to trust that I'm okay. I was led to come here. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful day. The weather's been amazing. And um, then I was able to enjoy the walk. And then coming back, you know, it's like, is the car still going to be there? Is it in the car was still there? So a lot of brain BS just around my walk. <laughs> in a new environment dealing with the dogs the dogs still haven't eaten it's been 48 hours since the dogs ate I'm try I tried to get them um to eat but they're still not ready yet but I know they will I, I I feel pretty certain they're gonna when I get to my sister's house today they're gonna eat um they're drinking plenty of water and I'm giving them treats and stuff but I'd like to get them back to eating their food it's been quite an adjustment for them, but they've been amazing. So anyway, I headed to Memphis, uh, had the car issues and stuff. And as soon as I got those resolved and pulled over and fixed the lighting so I could read what was happening in the car, everything was much better. And then I, I realized like four hours in, I was like getting really nervous about what Memphis was going to be like. And I was like, that's four hours away. I'm just going to focus on now, which was like I was on a country, it's... It was in the country, not on a country road. That's today. It was a highway, a two-lane highway, but it was like not stressful. It was pretty easy driving. And when I was able to get present and stay in the moment and I started listening to music in the car and I was singing, I felt much better. And I was able to stay present. You know how when you go on road trips um, and you're like want to be there already? And you see the number and how many miles and you get anxious because you think, oh, my God, how am I going to? That's how I used to be all the time. And it's gone now. I don't have that. So I'm just like, OK, four hours, three hours, two hours, one hours. And there's no angst. There's no I'm actually able to stay present. So that's a really big change in me from the last time I did a road trip, which probably the longest road trip I've done in a long time is about eight hours. But this was, this is not, there's no, um, there's no getting out of the car and there's no wanting it to be over so that I could just be somewhere because I'm getting back in the car again. So if that makes sense, there's no end in sight. So I'm not looking for the end of something so I can stay more present in each part of it, in each part of the, every step of the way. I did, um, I had some tears in the car. Uh, for whatever reason, they were coming up. I don't even remember like the different things, but I was just like, okay, I'm just like releasing all this stuff. Felt like I really dug deep yesterday. That walk in the park reminded me of when I was little and um, or younger 
and would walk home from high school and there was this bridge, the Fifth Avenue Bridge, where um, a lot of things happened because of public school and the private school and a lot of contention, a lot of racial tension actually in Youngstown. And I was always scared and looking over my shoulder. And I and this is what happens in your subconscious and unconscious programming. That stuff gets buried deep. And you have to go very deep to get it every layer of it. And I feel like this trip, coming out on my own, traveling by myself, going to all these places, looking over my shoulder, is all part of me bringing up those fears so I can release them and I can reprogram that part of my subconscious. I don't have to be afraid all the time. I can be vigilant and I can be aware, but I don't have to be afraid and have that fight or flight that was coming up um, for me a lot on the walk yesterday. So then I arrived in Memphis and the, it was super easy, got into my hotel room, got, there was a card, so they helped me um, get my stuff into the room, gladly tipped um, for that. The dogs um, came in. I had to close the blinds in the room because it's by a window and Basil was barking out the window from the fourth floor. Couldn't get him to stop. But today, here we are. He's right by the window and it's open. The blinds are open and he's not barking. We ended up going for a walk um, with my nephew Breen. I met my nephew Breen who lives here. He lives next door. And we um, walked around. I saw Beale Street, which was kind of cool. And um, we stopped at the Peabody Hotel and found out to our um, delight that it was dog friendly. So Ginger and Basil and Breen and I listened to um, some piano music and had a glass of wine and a drink. And then we um, headed to dinner and sat on a patio. And everybody's so nice here and so friendly. And Ginger and Basil are very popular. They are very cute dogs. I know I'm kind of biased, but they're, they're really cute. So we had a really nice evening and it was a lot of fun. Got to bed early, got a really good night's sleep. It's much more comfortable in this hotel. They have feather pillows, so I am gonna do something that's not. Might be brain BS, might not, might be legal, might not, but I'm probably gonna steal a feather pillow <laughs> because it makes a huge difference in the way I sleep in my neck the next morning. And that's a nod to my husband, Bob, because he knows the importance of feather pillows like nobody else does. So we are going to go for a walk this morning. I have some um, fears about that too because um, uh, safety um, in Memphis, there's a lot of crime here. But I think that where we're going is going to be safe. And if I feel like it's not and I'm walking, then I'll just turn around and come home. And I'm heading to my sister's in Edgemont, Arkansas today. Um, by the way, it was kind of cool because yesterday I drove in Illinois, Arkansas, Tennessee, and... Missouri. So I drove in four states in a four hour trip. So that was kind of fun, fun little fact. But so today um, I'll be heading to her house and then we'll be walking. I'm going to be in nature and it's on a lake and I'm so excited and I can't wait to just chill for a couple of days with her. And um, then we're heading to Fayetteville um, for a football weekend in a college football town. So that should be fun too. Anyway, I couldn't be more pleased with how Ginger and Basil are doing, but I do want them to start eating um, their regular food. Otherwise, I'm just going to start giving them um, even more treats. Or, But I'm on it, so all you dog lovers out there, don't worry. Ginger and Basil are doing fine. They are really adjusting to getting in and out of an elevator, being in hotels. They have come a long way. Um, listen, it feels like I left for this trip like a week ago. 
I can't even believe it's just been, this is day two I'm talking about. The personal growth that we've experienced for the dogs and me in this time period is huge. It's like life-changing what we're going to be able to do for ourselves and how many opportunities and fun times are ahead because we're willing to put ourselves out there and trust this whole process. So I hope that you understand the reason why I'm documenting the trip is so that I remember everything, but it's also for your benefit. If you're thinking about doing anything new and different that you've never done before, it's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be comfortable. You're going to have all kinds of brain BS come up. You're going to have all kinds of shit going on in your head. And the more I get into this and the more places I go, the more it's going to come up. And that is how you experience personal growth and you get from point A to point B. You don't have to wait for someone to die or someone to get really sick or for your marriage to come to an end or something horrible to happen to decide to work on yourself. You can just decide to do it because you want to go bigger. You want a bigger life and you want a better life. And you and the only way that you can do it is if you make it happen. And I would much rather do this on purpose with intent than have the universe have to scream at me that it's time to get back to this personal work. So consider that. it does, Your life doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be terrible. You don't have to be suffering hugely. But just imagine what you're missing out on because you're limiting yourself and you're staying safe. All right, I'll see you tomorrow.